Hey folks, we're here on New Radio Media. This is Real Estate Realities. This is Dylan Tanaka. I'm here with my co-host David Sobel, Emil Israeloff, and we we have a, a special guest, Vinar Ar, in studio today. Yeah. So, gentlemen, how are we doing? It's gonna be a good show. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hey. It's a, it's gonna be a great show. Yes. I, can you hear me okay? Oh okay. yeah. All right. All right. You know what? Uh, it's a beautiful day out. Just hit a great vacation, and uh, now we're back. And it's actually cool in, in the studio today, right? Yes, it is. That's good because Nancy's fan broke the other day. So. Nice. Speaking of Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Yeah, shout out to Nancy. She's um, the heartbeat of the show. She's heartbeat of the show, but she's just a little under the weather. So we'll just say hello. Hey, Nancy. Hope we'll, you feel better. We'll see her next week. Yeah. So what? What? Um, what big things did you do for the holiday related to real estate this week, Dylan? Well, I I stayed home and uh, and worked, worked actually. Yeah, so uh, I've got a ton of stuff in the hopper, so uh, it's it's kind of an exciting time. Yeah, it never real estate never sleeps. Never sleeps. You know? Right, Emil? Oh, absolutely. Right, absolutely. People calling you up for mortgages, stuff like that. You know something? I really appreciate having my right hand, my assistant Susan. Uh huh. She was on vacation for a couple of days this week, and holy moly, do I ever appreciate you, Susan, if you're listening. Right. Thank you. I mean, my clients love dealing with her. She's got such great attention to detail. and But, yeah, I worked my tail off this yeah. week. <laughs> it, it never stops. No. It's always it's good. Especially in the retail world. You right. know, um, I do very small amount of retail work, mostly for my own projects, but Emil can testify to this. When they want you. It's 10, 11 o'clock at night. They're going to text you, and, and you can push them off till the morning. But nowadays, people want answers immediately. That's right. It's all instant gratification. I mean, it's right, like people have issues, right, Vinar, where they have uh, tax issues. IRS never sleeps. Yes, I always find that around the holidays, I actually get a little spike in business because everybody gets with their family. And, uh-huh. and you know, all, all the lawyers that I know, uh-huh. you know, all your family members tell you about all their legal problems. Every holiday it happens like, sure. the day after my phone starts ringing. I get a flood of referrals. It's, it's like, crazy. It's, yeah. it's either really a fun time or very neurotic time for a lot of relatives. Like, oh, yeah. IRS, yeah. right? So, uh, you know, I was listening in the issue. I was reading uh, the news this week uh, while I was kind of looking at one of the lakes out west. Um, it was a great article related to home flipping, home selling, and it was in the New York Times. Uh, we always talk about, like, a current event, something with real estate. But it was quite interesting. It was about house flipping, and one of the... Uh, the subjects was it's not as easy as people think, right? So the article dealt with producers of a show on HDTV, and they see every day how you know they produce a show how people flip a house. How easy it is yeah, on TV. It looks great, right? <laughs> so they decide to pull their money together, a couple producers, and they they get together and they buy like a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, and they're going to flip it. And so the article talks about all the crazy stuff that they endure uh, throughout the process. And, you know, a, a, a one-hour show to get this house together, let's say, for the viewing audience, well, the home that they purchased took like a year and had nothing but problems. So it was like like watching sausage being made, right? Sure. They, they cut out. There was no editing. So, right? It's kind of – it was an interesting concept. You know, think, people think in all of our professions – Every you know the people we deal with, they always think it's so much easier to to deal you know to do it on their own than you know it looks easy. And you guys have a lot of experience with uh, you know municipal or county tax auctions. Right. What mm-hmm. people don't realize is when they buy a house at auction, mm-hmm. that does not come with a warranty deed or an owner's title policy. You get a quick claim deed, and it could be some hairy title 
that oh, you have yeah. to deal with, you know, including <laughs> getting, you know, banks that had prior liens sure. on it, yeah. owners that had prior liens on it. So the, you know, the the title can be very clouded. Right. Some of them quiet title. Weren't you know, notified properly. Yeah. I, I can't speak to that c mm. completely, but I do know that sometimes you buy something from one of the counties, uh -huh. um, as as you guys, as David would say, you know, when you have to quiet title. Uh, yeah, it, it keeps you bu pretty busy. Which is like a fifty-four day process. Let right? me tell you. Well. The, 54 day if you get easy. if you goes from day one it's, to day 54 without any no the hiccups. law any type of litigation it's a form of litigation and yeah, yeah there's always gonna be a hiccup you know uh, I will tell you that I when you have people buying property online I have some investors I'm representing right now who purchased uh, using a contract that the county one of the counties uh, issued and it said not only when you buy this property are you you know, just purchasing the property and moving forward, you have to pay the taxes. But you're responsible, it had it in this contract uh, for the bid, you're responsible for the previous uh, year's taxes. So I've, I have several clients who purchased, let's say, half a million dollars worth of property taxes, uh, which would equate in, let's say, Wayne County to maybe... Hmm, 50 to 100? A couple hundred homes, depending on where vacant land. But mm -hmm. going back to the prior year, that's a very expensive tax bill. And they didn't read the they didn't read the fine print. fine print, and now they're on the hook to the county for one of my clients over a half million bucks. Wow! So, yeah, it's always you know like uh, Einstein says, all knowledge is based on experience. Yeah, it's extremely unwise if you are in a position where you're buying two, three hundred pieces of property, if you can't afford to send the document to an attorney for a few hundred or even a couple thousand, you know when we bought our apartment building. Yeah five seven years ago i think the legal fees were sixteen thousand which to me seemed like a lot of money because i'm, I'm mostly a lot of money in residential it's not a lot of money but it was a 1.7 <laughs> something million dollar project sounds cheap to me and uh yeah right <laughs> but uh had i tried to send that through you know my cheapy guy or a real estate broker or right. or hack it all together mm -hmm. where would we be right i mean could be in peril right uh like everything i mean People can't really do a mortgage on their own because no. you need the money from the bank, right? I mean, or the mortgage right. bank. Right, and, you know, so a lot of these, you know, clouded titles that mm -hmm. need to be quieted, um, a lot of them, a lot of title companies will not insure over it until, all, you know, until you go through the quiet title process mm -hmm. and, you know, sue and advertise whoever. You can, you know, that 54-day yeah. fictional period fictional of time. Period. <clears throat> you can have, uh, I have paralegals in my office, and we will clean up some of the issues sometimes a title company will look at the title work and go oh no we're not touching this you have to quiet the title you can quiet the title also by getting deeds and getting acknowledgments and affidavits and if the title insurance company is willing to insure over it at that point that should take care of it some lenders will still want uh, a judge's blessing and so I have a couple of those where we do all the hard work and the heavy lifting up front then we just take it to the court and go, see, we took care of this. We just need your order. Excellent. So, so it, that, that could happen theoretically in, in four weeks every, if, you're, if you're lucky. Every deal is different. Right. I mean, there's no, no you know, There's a lot of people you know, who are listening that are real estate investors, so I want right. them to know that they can, they can get a hold of you, you yeah. know, through proven, proven resource. Right. But, you know, anytime you deal with, like, the federal, state, or county tax issues or municipalities, I mean, Vinar, you were just telling me about a situation. I think it's too complicated to go here online, but you know, dealing with the IRS, when somebody comes to you and says, should they take 54 days? 
It takes a lot longer. Than <laughs> Listen, what, what's the time frame? Let, let Vinar um, explain what he does sure. for a living because we yeah. didn't let him introduce himself. You're right. right. Uh, well, I, I just usually work out deals with the IRS in the state of Michigan. Yeah. Help people who are behind. A lot of times it, so it's... So you're, you're a tax attorney, right? A tax attorney. Okay. Yeah. Um, I run a law firm. It's not one of those tax companies that you hear about. But I mean, What's lot... the difference? Uh... Um, the attorney-client relationship, you know. There's I am your attorney. These other companies advertise attorney services, but mm -hmm. they're not governed by the state bar. They have uh, commission salespeople and stuff like that. They're more marketing companies who have some kind of attorneys behind them. Correct. Are they like fake? Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Fake. Good. Can we talk uh, about that. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, the real difference is some of these companies that are advertising. If it's not a law firm, they're not your attorney, which means they're allowed to do things that real attorneys can't do. I mean, mm -hmm. so it's not, it's like they're, they're fake lawyers. Which I could mean, sure. potentially compromise your position. I mean, obviously, yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's really a high-pressure commission sales. They get you on the phone, tell you whatever you need to hear, get a few thousand bucks, and then right. you never hear from them again. I mean, that's generally how the industry works. But, you know, I actually run a law firm, which means, you know, I'd lose my license if I did some of the stuff that they Of course. Right. Yeah, you're held to a much higher yeah. standard than some marketing company who's got an attorney in. You know, Alabama, who can sign some paper to, to let them market to people who are going into uh, bankruptcy. Right. So, yeah, but, I mean, a lot of real estate issues come up in my line of work because if you're behind on your taxes, the IRS or the state of Michigan would actually file a lien against your property, and then people come to me all the time, hmm. and they want to sell property that has a tax lien on it. Usually the realtor will call me or the mortgage lender or the title company and they'll, they'll want a payoff letter and sometimes the payoff letter is more than, you know, there's not enough money in the sale to sure. satisfy it. Then we have to negotiate something and it's usually about, you have to get appraisals and show them the closing documents. So usually there's, there's a real estate attorney involved and or a realtor and they kind of get the closing documents and my job in the whole transaction is to convince the IRS or the state of Michigan that they're getting a fair shake based on the priority of the liens and, and so on and so sure. forth. Uh, sometimes people have trouble dealing with them because when you deal with these agencies, if you don't do things like exactly how they want you to do them, like you can lose months and months just waiting. You're talking right. about that, sure, like right. the IRS and you say agencies, right? Right, the okay. IRS or, or the state of Michigan. If you're not like people will send a letter or something like that and they're not following the procedure and mm -hmm. then they're waiting months for a response and then you got to start over it's not like dealing with a private party where you can just pick sure. up the phone and negotiate with somebody so there's specific forms and specific you know procedures you got to follow to get a tax lien released or sometimes get it subordinated for a refinance or something like that. You know, I was going to comment, uh, Emil, it takes 54 days just to be on hold with the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so the fact that you're saying, oh, this process right. should take 54 no, days. No, you know, something I remember from uh, when I first started out in lending, um, I mean, 23 years ago, I worked for a, a big subprime yeah. uh, mortgage company, uh -huh. and we dealt with a lot of City of Detroit issues. Right. And, there, the, I mean, title, I mean, 20, just imagine this industry and rewind the technology 22 years. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you're still dealing people, with certain parts of Detroit and, and Wayne County, it's still 20 years behind. Sure. Right. And, you so. know, and we had a lot of that stuff going on, mm -hmm. and we had attorneys that we could, you know, we knew specialized in that, mm -hmm. like yourself. Right. And, you know, that timeline was, you know, a very, it was, it was almost a templated timeline that if we have to go to court and we have to file this and advertise for X amount of days, right. 
that was the if it's number not they gave contested, us right? Yeah. If it's not contested, that's very true. If it's not that's contested, a big part. that's a big part. But, but I mean, I never make a promise on days. No, never on time. I mean, I try my best. We give a one hundred and fifty percent effort, right? Yep. But you never know. It's like every everything that we all deal with. It's like saying to somebody, Emil. Uh, when am I closing? Hey, here I'm writing the application today. <laughs> right. What day am I closing? Thirty days or less, guaranteed. Right. right. Thirty days or less is pretty common <laughs> these days. Um, you know, technology barring, is speeding things up. Right. But I, barring what? barring there's no you Issue. know hidden you know just barring that we don't discover things through the process right. that could delay it. But right. yeah, absolutely. As Emil said, um, you know, it's an old school saying, but when there's hair on the deal, things change. Right. Yep. And I'm starting to hear that more and more, right? Especially real estate's hot right now, mm-hmm. so yeah. the opportunities out there a lot of times, even for homeowners, oh, they're, yeah. they're they're making offers on properties that have tax liens, some odd stuff happening, and and the average agent, maybe title company and and mortgage person, they don't know how to navigate that stuff because they got in the business three years ago. Right. Uh, very true. There, you know, I think we've talked about that as as far as you know, the level of professionalism with real estate agents. Certain agents have more experience. They can can from come from different backgrounds. Are there are there loans for people? Let me ask you, uh, with your credit union, let's say you have a large lien. I mean, the IRS doesn't put like a thousand dollar lien on somebody's no. property. They usually it's substantial. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah. Okay. So if you have yeah. equity, you know I've done this in you know past situations. If you have equity and you have a tax attorney working on it, a, a negotiation with the IRS, mm-hmm. we will take an offer and compromise and allow you to use the equity in your home to pay that off. Um, a lender will always try to work, you know, co- cooperate with a client that has the equity to do so because, a, you know, federal tax lien takes precedence over our lien. Right. You know, and so we never want to lose our first lien priority because that's the mortgage that we signed with our client. Right. Well, with priority, it's not not well, necessarily can... the case. I mean, your lien is there, let's say, before. Right. So but if not... they, but if the IRS mm-hmm. chooses to act on the lien. Oh, sure. If they. Or the state, like the state, you know, all these houses that go to county auctions, some of them have mortgages on them. Mm-hmm. But if you don't pay your taxes for three years in the state of Michigan. Right. Well, your property taxes always have priority over everything. Yeah. Just so you know. But yeah, but not not, with, not generally with the IRS. Yeah, not the IRS. Uh, IRS so. things aren't super priority. Neither are states. That's a common right. uh, uh, issue that comes up is that they'll, the IRS is like, a, like any other lender usually. Whereas the property tax liens, they do go to foreclosure, and it doesn't matter if it's a mortgage, and and the tax has got to be paid. Sure. But but these are ancillary debts, and they're not direct. But there's two kinds of tax liens too. I mean, there's hmm. sometimes they'll file it on the real property, and sometimes they'll file it on the individual, and sometimes people don't understand really the difference. Where you know the the individual liens technically cover all the property, and all the, but they won't come up in a title search or whatnot. You have to search the individual and, and the person. And we see them on credit reports quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. What, what I usually find with the bank, and tell me if this is true, is that if somebody has a tax lien with the IRS, that a lot of people think they just can't get a loan. But in my experience, if I can get that person on an approved installment agreement with the government, the lender will still lend them money as long as they can float the payment to the IRS and they still qualify under the, you know, debt right, to income. Right, so sure. I just had a very, very interesting scenario. I had a client that came to me, had $25,000 in IRS debt mm-hmm. on his personal against his Social Security number because right. he didn't own any real estate, right. wanted to buy a home. 
not a you know modest home, a couple hundred thousand dollars, and we're you know. He's been trying to for a couple of years, and we're trying to exploring different ways. Mm -hmm. And he says, "Listen, I'm on a payment plan with the IRS. Here's what I'm paying. You know, everything worked. You know, as far as ratio wide. And you know, I said, "Hey, listen, do you have any other assets that we can secure?" We he ended up having a car collection. You know, not a fancy car collection, mm -hmm. but a car collection. We were able to leverage to those cars. You know, we're a credit union, so we have auto loans, and right. sure. we were able to give them two. You know, twelve thousand dollar loans against Perfect. each one of you these. You refinanced autos. the vehicles, basically. We refinanced the vehicles, paid off his IRS debt. He, you know, the IRS interest rates are way higher than the car loans. What's the rate, Bernard? Uh, the interest is actually just went up to four percent per annum, but on top of that, there's a failure to pay penalty, and that's a half a point a month if you're not on an installment agreement, a quarter point a month if you are on an installment agreement. So the cost of financing, I tell clients, is like. 8% eight eight. when you can configure the compounding and stuff. If you're on a payment plan, if you're not on a payment plan, it's like 11. So it's pretty high. I mean, it's it's usually higher than where you would be on a mortgage, but you know, not sure. like credit card rates or what. Like, that's not mentioning the opportunity cost of everything you can't get approved for right. when you have an IRS lease. Right, that's very true. But you know, purchase money mortgages are not lean. So like when you come and you want to buy a house, if there's uh, something floating out there with the IRS, the lender will always have the first lien before the IRS. So when you right. buy a home, that's called a purchase money mortgage. When you buy a home, even if there's something out there and they want to attach it, the mortgage comes first. Am I right, Benar? Yeah. Even so, when, uh, good. When, I'm glad. I've been telling people that forever. I just want to make the, sure. Well, I, you know something? I, and thank kidding. you for the correction. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a big misconception. Right. I, right. I, I've been in this for 22 years, and uh -huh. I always thought, I know state, state, uh, Look, you know, property taxes to presidents, and I thought I arrested right. too. But yeah, Listen, guys, when we come back from commercial, we got to go to commercial quick. Okay. Emil, I want to touch on there's some changes, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and, the, and people have been talking about um, changes in the rates. Absolutely. So, uh, new radio media, real estate realities, we'll be back in a flash. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248 939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. 
and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you and we take pride in our impeccable affordable service and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Hey everybody, we're back. New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities. And uh, before we went to break, Emil was uh, about to touch on rates. Now, Emil, you're with Lake Michigan Credit Union. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your, your bank? Lake or Mich- credit union, I should say. <laughs> yeah, Lake Michigan Credit Union uh, actually started as Grand Rapids Teachers Credit Union mm-hmm. uh, back in 1933. And it was founded, uh, you know, like I said, by a former teacher. And we've been around since uh, through the acquisition of smaller credit unions and credit unions that served other uh, demographics. You know, we changed our, uh, our name to Lake Michigan Credit Union. And right now we're known as the number one checking account in the state of Michigan by the uh, Money Magazine and Kiplinger's has us uh, rated as number one in the country uh, because wow. of our 3% max checking asterisk, 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 please read the details now. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we've been around for a long time. We've got over 400,000 members, you know, that's, we became the number one based on membership uh, in Michigan. Uh, we're number one in return to member in the nation. Uh, for deposits, and um, you know, we try to do our best and everything. And you know, you I can't be everything bank to local, everyone. bank local, oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. Credit union, credit union credit local. Union local yeah, right. no, I mean, you know, the differences between banks and credit unions. Obviously, you know, banks are to satisfy the stockholders. Mm-hmm. You know, the profit-driven credit unions are owned by their members, so uh, we look out for the member. And as far as mortgage rates, back, back to your question on mortgage rates. <clears throat> They're teetering right around four and a half right now for a 30-year. Still historically low. Historically low. You'll see arm rates starting to creep up a little bit just because the market, you know, short-term money is in more demand than long-term money. So arm rates, the gap between arm rates and fixed rates, arm adjustable rate mortgage, um, they're starting, the gap's starting to shorten a little bit. So, but money's available. Uh, we've got some great programs that have come out. Tell me about, I heard something on the street about condos or something like that. Condos. What's that about? Fannie Mae, <clears throat> excuse me, Fannie Mae just recently made some uh, changes to their condo approval process, which is actually going to open some major doors for first-time buyers, for anyone with a lower down payment. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the developers on the opposite side. And for the side. developers, yeah. So what's happened in the past is uh, condominiums had a warrantability status, right? So you're either warrantable or non-warrantable. And what warrantable means is that your loan is able to be sold to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. That takes a lot of the pressure off the lender because, you know, we lend $250 million a month. We've got to replenish those funds by securitizing these loans. So um, what's made, you know, the nice changes that Fannie Mae has done, and, you know, it might, some of these may not affect Michigan as much, but a lot of these changes will. So one of the big ones is commercial space in a condominium complex. So there's a Dairy Queen in Wild Lake, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in a beautiful condo building, and it's got retail shops on the bottom and residential above. Mixed use. Mixed use. So Fannie Mae has now said, okay, we'll allow 35% of the building to be commercial space, you know, that's up 10% from 25. So okay. that could make or, you know, that could really raise the prices on that one because sure. the availability of financing also affects the marketability of a right. condominium. So, um, 
projects with 21 or more units before a single entity can own more than 10%, now they allow up to 20%, which is key because a lot of investors were buying condos because condos were really inexpensive to get into right, right. during the downturn. And now uh, there's a lot of, you know, we call it single investor concentration. A lot of projects are not warrantable because of the number of units owned by specific, you know, one single investor. So how are those people they had to come up with before this change? They had to have a higher down oh, payment? Oh, yeah, higher down or, payment. You're talking well, if it's not warrantable, they couldn't even get the financing. Well, no, they could. No, like, they, that was a big niche product yeah, for Lake Michigan for the last 10 years. You know, Lake Michigan's been uh, doing non-warrantable condos for high credit borrowers. Right, but they're holding on. Those are like payment. portfolio Those files. are portfolio, Right, that's yeah. what I, okay. That's yep, what I'm so that's, that's what's really opening up the door. Um, smaller projects that would throw these... Uh, you know, formulas off. Now, if you know, if you're two to four units, you no longer require a condo review. Mm. So sometimes you'll see in Birmingham where there's four unit condo units right. stacked together and that's all. And then two of them are owned by out-of-state investors. Right. You know, it doesn't matter <laughs> it's, anymore. It's a big difference. Huge difference. So what it's going to do is it's going to open up that, um, it's going to open up the availability of these condominiums and financing for first-time buyers who sure. might not have the down payment saved up. So this is going to be huge, and for investors that are holding on to a lot of condos, this may be the time. If you're looking right, to sure. if you're looking to liquidate or divest your portfolio, this may be a good time to market it. I mean, this is fresh off, and this is hot off the press. It's effective of June 23rd, okay. but we have um, you know a lot of lenders put overlays over products, and as soon as the Fannie Mae uh, adjustments came out. We published them immediately just for the benefit of our membership. And um, whatever Fannie Mae does, Freddie Mac usually shortly follows. They're two governing bodies of the mortgage industry, but they, they uh, work together. They work together. So that, that's great news for real estate. Yeah. You know, all, all the way around. Buyers, for, sellers, for the, for the kids or, or new home sure. buyers or empty nesters, well, empty nesters and the developers. Moving, right, to condos. You know, there's a lot more mixed-use product out there. Uh, Wald Lake in particular is what yeah. I'm thinking of, it, but there are, it's much more trendy. Oh, yeah. Uh, to have. Yeah, they're trying to create that downtown appeal. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you look at the downtowns in Metro Detroit, you've got Plymouth, you've got Royal mm -hmm. Oak. Macomb County it. has none of it because everyone drives cars over there. But, but Ann Arbor, Rochester. Right. Exactly. All these so it's, awesome you're going to be busy. Main be Street busy. is packed. You know, so, and it, it really creates vibrance in a community, I think, yeah. when, you know, they have these downtown areas. Yeah. It really does create a vibrance. And, you know, if we if we can open up the financing to these folks. Here's a, here's a, a quick story. Sure. Um, some uh, a builder just purchased a teardown in the village of Rochester. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, it's the the really small spot right in Main Street in Rochester for three fifty for a teardown. So it's rivaling Birmingham's numbers, and it's mm -hmm. going to sell for over a mil. Wow! I mean, it's just amazing what's going on down there, and and it's not kids moving in. It's empty nesters. You know, it's it's people whose kids are in college. They've got a ton of money. They don't want to drive all over the place and have to go shopping. They can walk to a bistro five nights a week, you know, hang out with people of their, their same, you know, I'll buy whatever. It. I'll right. buy it. Yeah. <laughs> He's already but sold me on it. I'm I mean, it. it's exciting. I have a client moving for the same thing. Their son just went off to Michigan. Uh -huh. They don't want to be too far away. And they said, you know something? They happen to be from Poland. Uh -huh. And they fell in love with Ann Arbor and the city life. And they said, we want to be within walking distance to everything. You know, and that's why communities like Berkeley, Birmingham, Rochester, right. they thrive is because they have that. And like you said, it's no longer for the young kids. It's just it's for everybody. Right. So with, you know, we're experiencing, you know, obviously with the economy, it's busier. If there's a lot of equity, Vinar, are people like tapping into the equity to pay off the IRS? 
or no, they're not. They're not running to your office to like complete offer and compromises. But if if there's that type of equity out there and people are able to tap into it, I, does it make you busier? I usually advise people to just tap in the equity. It's usually the best option because mm-hmm. the rates are usually lower and you can finance it longer. Uh-huh. The IRS sometimes gives you a hard time over giving you a payment plan if you have assets. Sometimes before they'll even approve an installment agreement, and if you have a significant amount of equity. Uh-huh. Now, the way they measure equity is they take a 20% quick sale discount. So okay. you measure it against 80% of the value. But if you have a significant amount of equity, they actually sometimes demand that you apply for a mortgage twice and get denied wow. twice before they'll uh-huh. give you a payment plan. This is usually for some of the larger debts. Sure. Uh-huh. Okay, if you're under $50,000, they will they will float you over six years pretty much, no questions asked. But sometimes people can't afford that. And, you know, if they want to finance it over 30 years, the best option is... Sure get a mortgage against the house so you tell them to go to a credit union like Emil's and yeah. say hey right get a mortgage, and get a mortgage. For, for the listeners um, we didn't give out any of your information yet so uh, this is this is huge not just for business people but you know everybody has trouble and we just came out of a, a mini depression so some people do have IRS debt so <laughs> if they want to get a hold of you what's what's the best way um, you can look me up as AR law a y a r law and the website's easy it's arlaw.com perfect yeah you don't want anybody calling you? you it's, not call just, it's not just <laughs> business owners, commission salespeople too. Where sure. you get, you know, some people get like a small draw check mm-hmm. and then they get their commission check. And Realtors are famous for this. Realtors. Right? Yeah, and it's, you know, well, realtors don't get withholding at all. <laughs> no. But there's com- other commission salespeople where they get, you know, they get a large commission check and a small draw check. And the large commission check gets cut pretty good, but right. they underwithhold on their draw checks. And sure. No. Yeah. Over over a year, that could add up. Yeah. yeah, usually, usually when it adds up over a year, then they, you know, they look at the numbers and wow, I can't pay that seven thousand dollars, and so then they roll it in the next year and the next year, and it's usually four or five years. Sure, and, now they're down fifty k, like you said. Right. Yeah. Do you ever deal with audits? Do you do that? Or I no? do. I defend people against audits. Uh-huh. Look at the smile in this guy. I know, I, I, when I <laughs> said audits, I, I like when I hear this stuff, beaming. I mean, this is when I hide. I'm not afraid of uh, many things, but I am definitely afraid sure. of the IRS. Right. right. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy doing audit defense work. Right. Well, well, look how you lit me, up. Yeah. You I have some challenging up. cases. I mean, yeah. lately they've been going after pretty aggressively all these these pot shops on 8 Mile that mm-hmm. popped up over the last few years. Uh-huh. For years they were operating and nobody was paying any taxes and I've been getting a lot of exciting cases over that. So it's, I've been having a lot of fun with the audit work. Uh, how do they pay you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All cash, of course. Okay. <laughs> It's well, tough. Banking banks won't approve accounts for them. Right. Well, you I, know, I've actually had them. They they use my IOLTA account to pay their taxes. You sure. Know? I had a client bring a, like two hundred thousand dollars in a duffel bag to the bank. Wow. And so we could send it to the IRS. Wow. And, yeah, it's it's tricky when you don't let these people have bank accounts. It creates a lot of challenges. Right. I thought there was a bank out west. I mean, we're Colorado. It's a credit union. It's a, uh, there's a credit union in Colorado uh-huh. that, and uh, the CEO of the credit union actually wrote a 140-page book on banking for the cannabis industry. Right. And he's doing pretty well. Yeah. They're very busy, I hear. Right. It's, you know, something I, I guess if you tax it properly, like the state of Colorado has, I mean, it's done a lot for their school funding. Right. And, you know, the the tricky, I think the trickiness between the federal and state laws, you know, I'm not an expert, but, uh, you know, eventually one day they'll figure it out. I think they have a show on this network, New Radio <laughs> Media, that that's dedicated to this, believe it or not. Right. So, uh, 
but I can't remember the name right now. So I think uh, we're gonna it's we're Mary gonna, Jane or something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. We're yeah. actually we're gonna go pay some bills. Speaking okay. of new radio media, this is Real Estate Realities, and we'll talk to you in a flash. All right. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back. This is David Sobel with Real Estate Realities here on New Radio Media. I'm here with Dylan Tanaka, Emil Israelov, and our guest today, uh, Vinar Ayar, uh, who is a very well-regarded tax attorney. And so thanks for joining us, Vinar. We appreciate it again. Thanks for you know, having me. During the break, you're welcome. During the break, we were talking about uh, uh, self-employed sure. uh, individuals. And, of course, we're real estate-centered, uh, focused, and so dealing with I don't know, real estate investors who make big money on these mm -hmm. house flips, they do have issues, don't they? They okay. don't pay their capital gains tax, et cetera. They don't, some of them aren't even aware that they have a capital gains tax if they hold on to the property for less than a year. You know that? Yeah. I okay. think some I of the, do. the best <laughs> entrepreneurs are, are crazy because we're one-sided usually. So, uh, yeah. so we're, we're visionaries, a lot of us, and, and we're not focused on the uh, important things like paying our taxes. So there, there's a book that I always tell people to read. It's called mm. Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. He's a famous author, and uh, he wrote another book called The Pumpkin Plan. But um, in this book, he basically teaches you to set aside a certain amount of money as it comes in for your for your income tax. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the real estate business, all the way around, a lot of us are self-employed. So like Vinar was saying, you know, the, the whole offer and compromise, and right. I think we want to dive a little bit into that. Sure. Right? I mean, people get caught up, though. They don't, they don't realize that they have such a large tax due sure. uh, unless they're writing it off properly, et cetera. But how does you know somebody come to you, like when they come to you and they're having this issue, what's the first thing you tell them? So, okay, so here's, here's the story, usually. People go all year making money, not having it withheld, 
realtors, commission salespeople, self-employed investors, business owners, whatever. They even W two people who overclaim on their exemptions. At the end of the year, they kind of get sticker shock. They know they can't pay their taxes, so their first reaction is usually just not to file them, right? And then it goes next year, and the next year, and the IRS right. will let you get away with that for sure. about like four or five years, okay? And then all of a sudden, it's a big, huge problem. Or sometimes, or you know, they'll if you don't file them, they'll do them for you, and they'll just pull numbers out of the air, send you a bill, you know, take the gross amounts on your 1099s and tax you on them, whatever. Neil, you didn't know that, but your face, you just no, I, I'm in the mortgage business. Yeah. I know the trouble it causes when you don't file. I've had clients come to me and say, "I want a mortgage." I'm like, "Hey, do we need less two years of tax returns?" Well, I haven't filed in five. Yeah. What do you mean you haven't filed? Right. Right. Somebody's filed for you, apparently. Okay. Right. Yeah. The IRS. I wouldn't be able to sleep. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I think the biggest mistake I've seen people make in that situation is to the first thing they do is they run to an accountant and they file all their returns, and then because they do it before somebody steps back and looks at the big picture and figures out where this is going to end up. Okay, I'll give you a, a, a good example. A lot of times I've had clients who come in after they've seen their accountant and filed their returns and they filed them jointly. Well, now, now their spouse owes all the money too, and their spouse has assets that so we really want to, and you can't undo that. Sure. If you file a joint return with your spouse and you sign the taxes, well, you're liable there, too. You can't, re you can't amend that to take them off is what you're saying. Not if it's joint. You okay. can't separate that's, a joint return. You can join separate returns, but you can't separate a joint return, oh, except sure. through a process called innocent spouse, which is right. kind of difficult. So an accountant's first inclination is, well, your taxes are less if you file jointly, so they make you file jointly. Well, from my point of view, that only matters if you're going to pay the taxes, <laughs> right? But sometimes people are, just gonna, and... yeah, people are just going to owe more than they can afford. Mm -hmm. And it's good to know that up front. Then you want to isolate the debt with one spouse, or there's other planning things. So, so what I do when somebody comes to me in that situation is, First step is I get their powers of attorney with the IRS. I have software. I get them on file call. If there's anything urgent, they're about to garnish you or something like that, I can take steps to hold them back for a little sure. while while we work through it. Then I download all the transcripts. I put together a really comprehensive report that shows the full history, everything that's happened, all your W-2s and 1099s over the year, what returns you filed, what you haven't, what you owe, the liens that have been filed, so on and so forth. And then I'll also take a little uh, uh, overview look at the client's financial condition because from those two pieces of inf information, I can usually put together a roadmap and get them, you know, and predict with pretty good accuracy what the end result's going mm -hmm. to be and how we're going to get there. And the, the that's kind of the most important step in any resolution is the planning that goes up front because after that, you know, then you send them to an accountant, and the accountant will prepare the returns. So you don't prepare the returns. You're just strategizing yes. what it should be. and then doing the back-end work, you know, if we're settling at the right. end. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people, when it goes four, five, ten years, you just need a fresh start. You sure. need a break. Otherwise, you're not going to get and out. From there's under. discretion involved, too. You know, we talked about these billboards uh, go into bankruptcy for $799 or, you know, fight the IRS. There's right. a big difference when, when, you're, when you're an attorney. You Both you gentlemen can speak to this. When a client comes to you and lays their cards out, right. they could be a big business owner that we all know, and they're embarrassed, which is understandable. Right. So when, when they come and sit down with, with a real live attorney, there's a huge difference because that, that all stays 
you know, in a closed office. Right. The, you know what? We were both about to say something. But we were no, go ahead. both trained to say stuff yeah. real quickly. Uh, but uh, planning, you know, Venera said the word planning. It's, it's so much easier to work with clients when they come, even when they have a problem. Let's plan it out. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a chessboard. I always look at every deal when they come in, real estate problems. It's like a chessboard. If, if we make this move, what's the move down the road? Right. That's what you're doing with these people when they come in for your, you know, to get your advice. Right. Correct? Right. And then a lot of times when, you know, things snowball like this, we end up in a situation where you're just not going to be able to pay it back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes at, when and what you do get they to do? They point, move out of the country then? What, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> you go off the grid. Well, there, I think there are people who move out of the country. I've <laughs> no, heard of I've, some. I've had, I've, I've had actually, you know, some people have these doomsday ideas. In sure. Their head, and I've had clients who have done some really drastic things because oh. they were uninformed. Right. You know, I, I had one I recently heard of some who took their own life over. Oh, so sure. They've, they've got a huge policy, and they right. figure, hey, if I fly off a bridge, I have double indemnity. Every, yeah. Everything's paid yeah. for, and oh, well. Is that, is that how it works? I don't know. It's, I've watched <laughs> a lot of movies. So What's if the spouse is the beneficiary on the life insurance... It gets leaned by the IRS. It does get leaned. <laughs> yeah, so you need an attorney like Venara to tell you. I'm don't stick it around. Right, I'm right. Around. That's right. <laughs> don't. You know, it's interesting. We, I, this is not terribly related to real estate and finance, but it is very important for people to know the innocent spouse defense. Which yes. is, can you just briefly touch on that? It's a, like I said, if if you file a joint return, you're agreeing to owe that money. You can't amend the return to get out of that. Um, the only way out is to do something called an innocent spouse. And basically, in a nutshell, what it is, is you got to convince the IRS that it would really not be fair to hold you responsible for these taxes. You were in an abusive relationship. Your spouse coerced you into signing the returns. They kept everything secret, you know, signed your name for you. Some really, you know, special circumstances like that. So you can undo a joint return. It's just not easy to. Right. Okay. Um, do you ever advise people just to pick up the phone and call the IRS themselves? All the time. Sometimes people have relatively simple problems. Uh-huh. And and they, they work up these scenarios in their head, and, oh, my God, I'm going to go to jail. And they call me panicking, and I bring uh-huh. them in for a free consultation. And uh-huh. you know, I sit down with them for 30 minutes and tell them, hey, look, this is step one, step two, step three. Because I really don't want them calling one of these other companies that's just going to, like, Fast talk yeah, them out of fifteen hundred or a couple thousand bucks right. for something that's just so simple. Right. You know, just Th- pick up the phone. That's the difference having an attorney on your Better team. Be even, even if you're a civilian and you're not in business like we all are, you've right. got to have people to call. That's part of why we do the show. I right. mean, I just called David on a ticket the other day on on, on some property. What are you working on? And, something uh, yeah, in the back, Dylan? You have your crew we're doing some working. remodeling. <laughs> but um, I was issued a I was issued a um, a court date along with a, a grant weed cutting ticket or whatever, and I'm freaking out. Am I going to have to go to court and? Uh-huh. No, as long as you pay, you don't. But I didn't know that. So it's like, just go to the city and talk to them. Right. But the first thing we do is we get nervous, you know. So, no, we, oh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's the contractor who's working on the studio next door uh, who wants to call in. Do we have a, a caller? I'm sorry to interrupt, Dylan, but we no, have somebody great. calling in. So, um, hey, caller, this is Dave Sobel over here at Real Estate Realities with Emil and Dylan. And uh, what's up? Hello? Hi, my, my friend Stan gave me your number. We've got a big mess on our hands. Uh Is this the attorney? Are you the attorney guy? Well, I'm one of the attorneys here today. Uh, What's your name, please? Great. My name is Nelda. N-E-L-D-A. Named after my grandmother. Hi, Nelda. Thanks for calling. Hi. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. I'm kind of excited. Anyway, we got this big problem. Uh, We've got a home here in Nashville, Michigan, 
and it's got a pretty big IRS lien on it. Plus, we've got a mortgage, Mm -hmm. and we really want to sell the home to move back down south. But we just don't have enough equity, according to our real estate agent, to pay off both these situations. What can we do? Okay. Well, you know what, Nelda? We're going to have Vinar, who's our tax attorney today, uh, as our guest. So what do you say to Nelda there, So do you have enough equity to pay off the mortgage and not the IRS lien? Is that the problem? Sounds like it. Yep, that's exactly what the situation is. So the way this works is for for you to be able to sell the house and the buyer to get clean title, what we have to do is convince Mm -hmm. the IRS to release the lien in exchange for a partial payment. And the way you would do that is by working out the sale and you get a buyer lined up and figure out a price and the price has to be fair and supported by an appraisal. And then you ask for the IRS to accept whatever proceeds you're gonna get in the sale in exchange for the lien and and you don't have to pay it all as long as you're giving them the fair value and you're, you're selling the property for a fair price and everybody's getting paid in accordance with their legal rights and priorities so it's a matter of an application okay. and so it's it's never a case you don't have to have enough equity to pay the irs you just have to sell the home for a fair price and if the irs gets nothing then they get nothing they'll be okay with that as long as you go through the process wow. and you apply and you, you do yeah. it properly they won't uh, you just Vinari, you're 100 percent right yeah. uh, of course uh but one of the things now that you should know is uh, let's say mm-hmm. you owe, let's say you owe fifty thousand, and that was the lien to the IRS, and you can only get them twenty thousand. Uh-huh. The balance is still going to be due and owing at a later date. They just don't wipe everything out. It's very unusual for them to do so. I mean, right? You, so you would agree oh, with they'll yeah, tack so it on the back. You'll yeah. still owe the taxes. Yeah, you'll I still mean, owe. Forgive the taxes, you, but right. it'll it'll allow you to do the real estate transaction, mm-hmm. and then we can also look at a plan for resolving the remainder of the taxes sure, right. after sure, this work is out. over. Yeah. Your first your first concern should be if okay. you want to get out of the house to facilitate that transaction, and then we can have a conversation of the bigger problem on how do we get the IRS you know done with you and off your back. Bernard, why don't you give uh, Nelda, Miss Nelda, uh, a number where she can reach you and call yeah. you after the show. If you have a pen handy, I can give you my office number. I, I'm all set with a pen, yes. Yeah. Ready? It's 248. Two four eight two six two two six two thirty four hundred or A A R Law. It's A Y A R A Y A R Law. You can go on the website and put in a, a message through the website too, and then uh, first thing Monday we'll get you on the phone and on the calendar. Thanks, thanks so much for calling in, Nalda. We appreciate yeah, it. Good luck with your terrific. move. You, if you can get us out of this, I'm bringing you cookies. Awesome. So thank you cookies. so much. <laughs> All right. So um, okay. Yeah, that's common though. Right now, with real estate being so hot, like I said, it is a common, a common thing that yeah. which, which she's a, calling in on. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, her realtor told her she couldn't sell the house. I mean, that's right. just wrong. I mean, this but, is America. You can sell your house. Well, I mean, people don't realize. People feel unless they have. First of all, unless they have the motivation to pick up the phone and call people like yourself or Emil or Dylan or myself, they just sit in misinformation. You know, one of my mentors always said, don't be an enemy of your own money. Uh, You have to go out and you have to find out the information from other people. And if it's outside chatter you're listening to from a relative or a family member who's not an expert, 
know, that's really where you're not going to, you know, you're only going to be disadvantaged. You've got to call people like yourself. Absolutely. Right? Exactly. So, listen, so, uh, New Radio Media Real Estate Realities, uh, we're going to come back for a final session great. right after this. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Hey, everybody, we're back. New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities. We like to uh, finish our final session off with, uh, with what's going on kind of out there in the, in the, in the business world and uh, with us, with community development. So, Emil, let's, let's start with what you guys have going on. Sure. Hey, uh, Lake Michigan Credit Union, we're you know, committed to the community. We're focused on helping out in every way. We have over 1,200 employees that volunteer in over a thousand charities. Um, everything from you know coaching sports to Habitat for Humanity. Uh, we even built some parks on the you know around the state, and um, you know just, that's something that we embrace. And well, what's the, what's year, the most recent thing that you've done with uh, the credit union? With the credit union, yeah. I you know mine uh, comes in the form of coaching uh, sports, and also I support some local charities, uh, mostly food banks. Oh, good. You know. Good. Uh, I just actually, I, there's something else I just learned about. There's a guy that quit his job mm. to build bunk beds mm. for kids who slept on the floor in his community. They lived wow. in a real rural community and um, not prepared with all the information today, huh. but it just, you know, that's one of those things that blows you back in your chair. This right. guy quit his day yeah. job and started a nonprofit. Now they've got chapters all over the country wow. and uh, just something powerful, impactful like that. And but um you know food the the simple things you know we live in communities where you would never imagine that there's kids Hunger. that sure. their first meal is at school you know right you oh, it never happens imagine all the time. that i live in commerce township you know pretty mainstream community but 
there's, I tell my kids, you know, listen, there's somebody you're sitting there with at lunch that that might be their first meal of the day because, you know, not everybody has a full fridge at home. And, you know, so, you know, our employees are all over as far as charities and, you know, and, and Lake Michigan Credit Union. Let me just tell you something. We get an initiative and we get a T-shirt sent to us. And, you know, every employee and, you know, our community relations team just does such an amazing job. They really go out and hunt for the opportunities. Right. And, um, you know, and they take a lot of feedback from us. They get a, We do a survey every year of the hours we uh, commit. And the number is, like, staggering. I can't, you know, you know coaching, that's hundreds of hours right. over a season, right? And some people's involvement, whether it's the Boys and Girls Club or, you know, any charity that they, you know, designate their time to they're just proud to be a part of that team right so so emil how do uh, how do the listeners get a hold of you and uh if they have any mortgage questions um they could uh, if you're on the web myloanofficer.com will get you right to my page has all my contact information if you want to give me a call my uh cell phone number is 248-961-4300 and uh sometimes uh you might get a voicemail but most of the time i pick it up i uh, try to answer uh every call when i can yeah, very good. Cool. So right. um, something I'm involved with, 30-second plug, winningfutures.org. Uh, high school mentoring. I've been a mentor uh, for 10 years with this nonprofit group and kind of what Emil was talking about. I've been working with kids now, and, and they come back to me, and we talk over email and stuff, you know, 10 years later. So it's amazing because they're going on 30, some of these kids. But some of them, um, you know, they don't have breakfast. Sometimes they don't even have a place to stay. They have to stay with relatives or friends, and uh, it's a shame. But if anyone is interested or looking to get involved with a, a community group and they think that um, mentoring high school kids would be right for them, take a look at it, winningfutures.org. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can just go to dylantanaka.com. Very good. So um, we do this, this is like a round yeah. robin, right? <laughs> so uh, Proven Resource and uh, myself and the staff and, and mostly Nancy uh, Phillips, who's not here today, uh, we, we support a program called Game on Cancer. It's through the Henry Ford Health System. Uh, it's a team effort. Uh, if you go online, provenresource.com forward slash Game on Cancer, what that program does is we provide non-medical uh, support for people who are un undergoing uh, chemo or any type of cancer-related treatment. You should never have to choose between, uh, let's say, your food bill or transportation and or having, your, having chemo. So uh, with, with my business, I work with so many different uh, real estate issues, uh, homeowners who are undergoing these type of treatments need help. And so we provide that support. Uh, and Game on Cancer Henry Ford Health System actually uh, raises a bunch of money and for these programs and there's so many different things that you can do to help so uh, you can go online and see that also just a you know I'm gonna plug real briefly we have a, a new blog post that just came out related to specific performance which uh, deals with what happens when your deal doesn't close and you sure. really want to close that, that <laughs> I think that uh, might be one of, the, one of the topics for next week yeah, also. yeah it's uh, well it's been pretty busy I usually write these things when based on what's going on in my uh, legal environment and past couple of weeks have been crazy well i've been getting david's newsletter oh. for years and uh your newest format 
the online format with the flip book. Oh yeah, that's very that's cool. That's very it? impressive. I love and technology. So much good information in Thanks. there. And, Thanks. You know, even David gives technology tips. David, yeah. David well. embraces technology and uses it in his practice. Yeah, and thanks. Uh, Emil, we, we forgot there. to let everybody know. You know, his nickname on the show is the Genius. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, Paul, I don't. I don't think Paul was here this morning in studio. So he usually talks about uh, David before we get on. So we oh, don't, we don't have to. Yeah, we don't yeah, have to it, fluff and puff as much yeah, for right. him. But well, um, I, I like the accolades thank you very much Venar, anyway, before we yeah. go uh, again please give everybody information yeah i mean you can like i said get a hold of me easiest way is called the office it's 248-262-3400 but if if that's not the easiest to remember you can just you know find me arlaw.com is a-y-a-r law you can google my name i mean there's i I try to make you can it find easy. me in the new you in the newsletter. You you had an news, article last month, and it right. was an excellent article he wrote. Thank you, Venar. That uh, was on uh, what was it? Text right? links. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, always I always have fresh content on the yeah. internet. I, I do a ton of blog posts. And yeah, you sure. So on and so forth. Yeah. Very you know, active. It's all Very about active. educating your clients. I mean, we're kind of in the new generation. We're talking about the nonprofits we're we're involved with, and kind of you know being on the on the right side of the right side of the grass every morning so we're, we're all lucky to be there so you're going to take us out dylan or? yeah yeah this okay. is uh this is new radio media real estate realities um next week we're going to touch on specific performance um i'm not sure what else but we have a couple different events dave and i are, are going to be involved in and emil's got some stuff to talk about so tune in next week 10 a.m saturday morning we have a balloon fight somewhere balloon fight perfect balloon fight. Well, how about the doing? soccer games uh, today? Anybody yeah. know what the score is? No. No. Probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> one, yeah, one, one. I know that I'm going to be watching uh, Russia versus Croatia <laughs> no. at 2 o'clock. Right, well, there you go. Right. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you.